What is up, beloveds? Beloveds, it is your girl, Belle Fit. Welcome to the Belle Fit Show. So I wanted to do something special for you this year. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year because today is Christmas, okay? I am releasing this on December 25th because today is Christmas. More Christ is what you are going to get. Christ Moss. All right. Now I have a relationship with God and that's why I'm always throwing his name out there. I have a relationship with my savior. Jesus saved me. Okay. Am I perfect? No, but I am a thousand times better than what I used to be. And the reason why is because Jesus is my homie. All right. So when you get on here, I'm always going to inspire you from a place of love, from a place that's godly, you know, that's inspired by our Lord and Savior. Now he's my Lord and Savior. I would never try to convert you guys. That's not my job. But because Jesus is my homie, because Jesus saved my life, you better believe when it's his birthday, I'm going to celebrate him. Can I get an amen from the congregation? All righty then. So what I want to do today is just something special. I'm going to read to you a story based on the birth of Jesus. All right. So hang in here and just enjoy this. Take it for what it is. If you are not necessarily a Christian, that's okay. But Lean into this story because I guarantee it's still going to motivate you. (laughs) All right, boo. Here goes it. Mary, a young teenager, was living in the village of Nazareth and engaged to be married to Joseph, a Jewish carpenter. One day, God sent the angel Gabriel to visit Mary. The angel told Mary that she would conceive a son by the power of the Holy Spirit. She would give birth to this child and name him Jesus. At first, Mary was afraid and troubled by the angel's words. Being a virgin, Mary questioned the angel. How can this happen? The angel explained that the child would be God's own son and that nothing was impossible with God. Humbled and in awe, Mary believed the angel of the Lord and rejoiced in God her savior. Surely Mary reflected with wonder on the words of Isaiah 7:14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. NIV, Isaiah 714. Just as the angel had said, while Mary was engaged to Joseph, she miraculously became pregnant. When she told Joseph, he most likely felt disgraced. He knew the child was not his own, and Mary's apparent unfaithfulness would have carried a grave social stigma. 
Under Jewish law, Joseph not only had the right to divorce Mary, but he could also have had her put to death. But Joseph was a good-hearted man. Although his initial reaction was to break the engagement, the appropriate thing for a righteous man to do, he treated Mary with extreme kindness. He did not want to cause her further shame and decided to act quietly. Then God sent an angel to Joseph in a dream to confirm that Mary's story was true. She had indeed conceived a child by the power of the Holy Spirit. The angel reassured Joseph, telling him to take Mary as his wife, raise the boy as his own son, and name him Jesus because he would be a savior to his people. When Joseph woke from his dream, he willingly obeyed God and married Mary in spite of the public humiliation he would face. Joseph's noble character was one reason God chose him to be Messiah's earthly father. At that time, Caesar Augustus decreed that a census would be taken. Every person in the Roman world had to return to his or her hometown to register. Joseph, being of the line of King David, was required to go to Bethlehem to register with Mary. The city of Bethlehem was a small village about five miles southwest of Jerusalem. While in Bethlehem, the baby Jesus was born. Because of the census, the inn was overcrowded and Mary gave birth in a crude stable. She wrapped the baby snugly in strips of cloth and placed him in a manger. That night in a nearby field, an angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds who were tending their flocks of sheep. The radiance of God's glory surrounded the angel as it announced that the savior of the world had been born in the town of David. The men were terrified, but the angel reassured them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Suddenly, a great crowd of heavenly beings appeared with the angel and began singing praises to God. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rest. As the angelic beings departed, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see the Christ child. They hurried to the village and found Mary, Joseph, and the baby. The shepherds shared with everyone what the angel had said about the newborn Messiah. Then they went on their way, praising and glorifying God. But Mary kept quiet, treasuring their words in her heart. Jesus' birth took place when Herod was king of Judea. At this time, wise men from the east saw a great star 
They followed it, knowing the star signified the birth of the king of the Jews. The wise men came to the Jewish rulers in Jerusalem and asked where the Christ was to be born. The rulers explained, in Bethlehem, in Judea, referring to Micah chapter 5 verse 2. Herod secretly met with the Magi and asked them to report back after they found the child. Herod told the Magi that he wanted to worship the babe, but secretly Herod was plotting to kill the child. The wise men continued to follow the star in search of the newborn king. They found Jesus with his mother in Bethlehem. The Magi bowed and worshipped him, offering treasures of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When they departed, they did not return to Herod. They had been warned in a dream of his plot to destroy the child. All right, guys, so I'm going to take a few lessons and points of interest from this story. God knows what he's doing. Even when people deem his tactics to be beyond explanation, like it really is inconceivable that someone could give birth (laughs) that someone could conceive a child without knowing a man, a virgin Mary. Okay, God will do miraculous things in your life. That's the kind of God that we serve. But you just have to trust him. Notice Mary trusted him. You know, at first, yeah, she was a little shook up. She was in shock. But she trusted in him. And... She felt so blessed and chosen, even when everybody else scorned her. Because, of course, they assumed that she cheated on Joseph. So let people think what they think. But you listen to what God has told you. You receive that as truth. And do not be moved. Do not waver in what God has told you pertaining to your promise because you are going to conceive something that's miraculous that people can't even fathom you know that's why you can't tell everybody your dreams because only you and God are in agreement pertaining to that thing he didn't tell his plans for you to other people so they don't have to understand But notice that Mary rejoiced. She knew that she was chosen. You know, she felt honored to be carrying Jesus, even though the whole world mocked her, I'm sure. You know, because people assumed that she was disloyal to Joseph. Something else that I want to point out here. Notice how God covered Jesus. You know, the, um, the plot of Herod to kill him, that never came into fruition because God was strategic. He was methodical. He hid Jesus. You know, he moved him and navigated him in a way that the plot to kill and destroy him did not come to pass. 
because the father had other plans for him. So no matter what people plot against you, you know, they can talk smack about you. They can plan to destroy you. But if God favors you, if God has an intention for your life, there is nothing that can come up against it and hinder his plan. You are an extension of him. So he's always going to cover you. You know, like when I think about certain relationships or certain opportunities, you know, I've had some bad relationships. Some opportunities didn't go the way that I wanted them to go. Some people were moved out of my life. You know, they were cast out of my life abruptly and I didn't understand and I was in pain. I, I actually felt hurt, you know, because I missed these people. But here's the thing. God knows the plans he has for you. And he also knows the plans of the enemy, boo. You know, certain things he will prevent you from in order to preserve your very life, your blessing, your intention on earth. You know, we are the hands and feet of God. Just like he used Jesus to save the world, he's using you and I too. Not on that scale, but all of us have our purpose. We are God's weapon. We are his war club. We are his voice. We are his hands. We are his feet. We are a conduit to his glory. We embody the movement, the plans, the revolutions that he has sown in the earth, that he has foreordained, right? So just know that he's always going to protect you from certain things. And maybe you feel like you missed out on something. But guess what? You didn't miss out on anything that God intended for you. A lot of times rejection is protection. A lot of times it ain't what it looks like, but God sees the truth. God sees the wolves in sheep clothing. So he's always, always going to protect you. Don't question the why, just thank him anyway. Like when things don't work out the the way that I believe they should, I trust God. Yeah, I have my moments. I get disappointed. I get bummed out. But I know that if God wanted that thing for me, that it would be mine. So with that said, I hope this encourages you guys today. Merry Christmas to you and yours. And one more thing, I am going on a vacay. All right, so I've got a few projects that I'm starting the beginning of January. So I need to take a little bit of downtime to just kind of refresh myself so I am ready to go, okay? I may or may not, because I can't promise to stay off here. I truly love talking to you guys every single day, you know? Um, But my plan is to basically restart the episodes on January 8th, okay? So that's a Monday. So I want you guys to continue to tune in. Give me a little bit of downtime, okay? And I will be back to motivate, edify, 
and empower you any way that I can starting January 8th, Lord willing, 2024. I love you. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. With that said, stay spirit-led and may God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit.